You're listening to DraftKings Network. Folks, Mother's Day is around the corner, and let me talk to you about 1-800-Flowers. I can't wait. Every year, it's a tradition. I send stuff to my mother, my mother-in-law, and my wife because they are three amazing moms. They're better than all your moms out there. You think you have good moms? No, I have good moms in my life. I'm just kidding. This was a little harsh. I'm sure you guys all have good moms too. From your mom to the mother of your children and all the moms in between, this Mother's Day, give back to the ones that have given you everything. 1-800-Flowers helps you celebrate all amazing moms from homemade bouquets, sweet treats, gourmet food, and one-of-a-kind gifts ordered easily and delivered fresh. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off Mother's Day bestsellers at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Order today and save up to 40% at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family-owned from the start, same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckley. SAB, the CV. Copyright 2024. Proximo. Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. This is the Dan Levator Show with the Stugats Podcast. I had a way that I wanted to start this uh, that included uh, Richard Lewis, uh, thoughts on Richard Lewis, a friend of the show, and an assortment of other things that I wanted to talk about. But I was legitimately surprised right before we started today because a part of me I thought was dead until moments ago, until I saw it out of the corner of my eye. Thought it was dead, thought this part of me as a sports fan had been buried, never to return. Out of the corner of my eye on one of the televisions, one of the televisions was a little bit brighter than all the others. Not because they're any different in color and tint, but because of the amount of sunshine coming through one of the televisions that is in here, a brighter sunshine than anywhere else. And I'm like, oh, spring, the televised sports pitchers and catchers have reported. Otani has hard launched a wife this morning out of nowhere that none what? of us knew about. <laughs> P's and C's. That's correct. Uh, there, I don't, I can't read the Japanese. Jeremy, help me here. You're fluent in Japanese. Are you not? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the translation to all of my friends and fans throughout, I have an announcement to make. Not only have I began a new chapter of my life with the Dodgers, but I have also began a new life with someone from my native country of Japan who was very special to me. And I wanted everyone to know I am now married. I am excited for what is to come. And thank you for your support to whom it may concern. I mean, real amateur move, right? We just had Spolster in town uh, sign an extension after he got divorced. Otani's doing it the other way. Uh, we Americans have it all backwards. Uh, or he, forwards. He's got... <laughs> I mean, you... This, what do you mean me? What do you mean me? Did, did you forget? Speaker Truth why, King. Yes, that's how you... <laughs> I thought you're not supposed to do it as Tony. <clears throat> it's as a gacky. You got to do it as a gacky. And sometimes it's actually his thoughts, Dan. I, I, that one was me. But he can disguise them all as a gacky and protect the character. That one got through. The character of Tony. That's what I'm saying. It happens sometimes, it's, you know. It's a safe space we for him. We created this device for a reason. Yes, I mean, so it can be slightly <laughs> less of an echo we'll, chamber. We'll, we'll talk to you about Mitch McConnell in a second. But Thank you. I was legitimately surprised. <laughs> I was legitimately surprised as 
uh, I felt sunshine and warmth, and it reminded me of all those poetic columns that I wrote 25 years ago about how this time of year feels different when you're still living in cold places and the television is that bright. Like, that's used, that used to be what Florida represented to people. The, the University of Miami's baseball team has started their season with 18 consecutive home games because it is snowing everywhere else. <laughs> If you were to come in here, Mike, you would see what I'm talking about. Everything else has sports television on it, but it's a duller color than what is vibrant and lively coming by my television, which broadcasts to the nation, ah, oh, the boys are in the warmth and they're almost back as you're still covering up because it's still cold where you are. Can you guys tell me what was happening in Minnesota the other day? Because I saw that the the daily temperatures were going from like 10 to 65, like yo, yo-yoing around. Yeah, I think Chicago was 70 degrees one day and then 14 degrees the next. No, but I think this happened same day. I think the high, the difference between high-low one day in Minnesota last, last week was ridiculous. We live this life, though. I leave my house, it's 58, and I get to work at 76. Yeah. Like it's a hard life out here. I put a sweater on. A little different. I don't need a sweater anymore. A little different. This is the coldest winter we have had down here in probably ten years. I'm guessing, and it's only because for a month it's been 55 some days, and then it gets to 73. It's hard out here. I got to take my sweater off. Today in Minnesota, there's a low of 15 degrees and a high of 48. So that's you know a 30 degree sweater. All right, let me put it on the poll here for the rest. A lot of the country is still very cold. At Lebetard Show, do you feel any warmth? I really thought this part of me was dead. Do you feel any warmth when the boys arrive for spring training and you see sunshine on your Florida television? The Marlins and Cardinals were playing their first spring training the other day, and the Cardinals announcers were the ones broadcasting it, and they apologized to the viewing audience in St. Louis for how beautiful it was outside in Florida in being only 73 degrees. Apologizing to their viewing audience. It's consensus the best preseason, right? Like, not even close. Yeah. No other preseason. It's, it's just something about it. Like, I'll lose interest a month and a half in, but for this, like, when I see spring baseball, I just love it. I love putting it on, a little background TV. It's so good. The best preseason by far. Roy's like hockey. Hockey's definitely the best. I, I, no, I, I agree with you. It's oh, baseball. okay. Good. I mean, it's uh, thank, thank you for just assuming. It's pretty myopic. We have sold out uh, European soccer clubs coming to the U.S. on tour all the time, selling nah. out the big house. I mean, if you want to go just from a revenue perspective, it's very clearly European soccer. There's no heart in that. I want to get to these grades in a second because we really do see the dirty workplaces of people. This was a funny story yesterday. The gossip where you get to, if, if I simply said to you, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to demand that for one day, everyone who plays football has to sit in front of a camera and tell me the truth about how they feel about their workplace. Like, how do you really feel about everything? Are we it, doing grades here? It, no. Well, I'm, I'm going to wait for a second to do it because there's something else I want to do. But... Uh, I want people to know that we are going to do it because we really got to sniff around in the laundry room and the underpants of the NFL yesterday by finding out, hey, how do the players really feel about the training staff, the food, how they live, how they're treated as human beings, the weight room, to see the Dolphins get the best grades all around everywhere, straight A's, means that Stephen Ross is indeed great about treating his employees well at the front of a franchise that has made him a lot of money, has made him a conqueror. Has He has made... Stephen Ross has been, by results, a truly terrible owner. 
truly terrible. One of the worst in the history of this market. You could say worse than Jeffrey Loria if you want to say, well, at least Loria won a championship. Stephen Ross got straight A's yesterday on how he treats the employees in his business. He was voted the best of all of the owners. There is none better than him. But the owner of the Chiefs, Clark Hunt. Clunt? No? I could have been. Added the L in there. Why'd you add an L? You're scared with that. There's precedent for adding the L. Terrified. Okay. (laughs) Careful. Gen Z would have said it. Mm. That was such a good joke without the L. There's precedent. Australians use it. Clark Hunt got. Cunt. Supercharged that, man. Well, then it's not good after you do that. Felt my coach was disappointed in me, so I was like, I got to go back in. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean. I give him an A for that one. What's your grade on that? Day? We're not live. It's fine. You were you were surprised. <laughs> you were you were surprised that Stephen Ross uh, scored so highly. I think Stephen Ross. I'm not a Dolphins fan at all, but just as a neutral, I think Stephen Ross is incredible. I mean, I understand that he has one pretty huge scandal with Brian Flores out there, but trying to get but Brady. The scandal at at the heart of it was he was trying to get the greatest quarterback of all time who who went on to win a Super Bowl. I, what he's done in the facilities, uh, what he's done to as someone that has been working in media for 18 years and has seen the sea change from Heisinga and the Parcells era of how they treated the media to Stephen Ross, it, it's much more first class than it ever was back then. I think Stephen Ross has been a tremendous owner. Okay, well, let me explain some of the history to people of how money gets passed down in towns to make men uh, wealthy, real estate tycoons. We've only had a handful of them down here. Mickey Arison has owned one of the franchises, but this franchise, that stadium, that ground bankrupted Joe Robbie's family. Joe Robbie built that stadium, used some of it, was dumb enough to use some of his own money, bankrupts his family. Heisenga comes in and becomes local rich guy who takes over and wins a championship in baseball and wanted to buy the Heat. He wanted to buy all the sports teams. Wanted to, wanted to be what Stephen Ross is now. Wanted to build a Disney World around that whole area of, of the land that Stephen Ross now gets for F1 and other things. Instead, he just bought a Supreme Court judge. That's right. That story's amazing. I did not know. How... That's on my watch that I don't know that Wayne Heisenga, local sports owner, has bought Clarence Thomas. And I'm the, to be I'm, fair, it's on all our watches. I mean, but yeah. on, I was the journalist in town as he built all of Fort Lauderdale out with money. Yeah, Cody too. yeah I saw I saw Heisenga's face in the graphic that John Oliver was doing on that story. I was so, like, hey. It was amazing to watch that. The whole He's thing. Done, so we can't say much. But so Heisenga makes a lot of money. Like Kobe. And does some winning, tries to get the best coaches, gets Jimmy Johnson, eventually fails at football, and now they've desecrated what Don Shula and Dan Marino built. And all Stephen Ross has done since then, product on the field, is lose and be irrelevant and give back all of the collateral that the Dolphins gave him and this town before the Heat arrived and before the Marlins arrived. He's done nothing but losing. He's been a... And create probably the greatest sporting facility in the history of our planet. No, so, but the reason that I want to bring this part up is because... Using his own money. The reason I want to bring this part up is 
There is next to no correlation between how good your ownership is and what the results end up being on the field. You may think Bob Kraft is better at this than others, but the two-time champions are run by F-minus Clark Hunt. I'm scared. F-minus, I didn't know was a grade. Put it on the poll, please, Juju, at Lebitard Show. Did you know F-minus was a grade? I thought, well. I thought F was the worst that you can do. If A minus is a grade, why wouldn't F minus be a grade? It's dead I'm last. like Dan. I knew there was an F plus. I didn't know about the. I minus. had never seen an F minus before. You didn't see me in geometry. In calculations of any kind. Now you get a participation trophy. Put it on the poll, Juju. Did you know there was an F minus? Forgive my ignorance for not knowing that. Stugatz here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Don Lebatard, Kensley Jansen. I got to be careful uh, here. What did I just do there? Let me start again. Stugatz. He's the closer. Comes in, ninth inning, closes the game out. His name is Kenley Jansen. He has blamed his recent... <laughs> <laughs> this is the Don Lebatard show with the Stugatz. Today's episode is sponsored by DraftKings. Stay tuned because you'll hear more about DraftKings and all it has to offer throughout the show. DraftKings, the crown is yours. My overall point was I remember how much criticism Hyzenga and the Robbies got because they could never win after the Dolphins became used to winning. Steven Ross, how do you do the calculations? Mike, you're just here to say that it has nothing to do with sports results. You're here you're here to no, say No, the results matter. No, he cares and he's made my he's made my facility great, my experience great and he treats the employees well. Isn't that what you want from an owner? I and you want them to do everything that they can to win and sometimes that's at a detriment. Is he this middling owner that uh, works against the best interests of the franchise? Maybe when you see the the big scandal being a direct result of his involvement, you you can be held hostage by some of these owners at times. Look at how involved Jerry Jones is, but he is a multiple-time champion in that sport and he and the thing maybe holding them back at this point is his direct involvement. I, I do think that there are some lucky aspects. What's going on with the Hunt family, they they lucked into Patrick Mahomes. Teams passed on, on that quarterback, and they're going to be perennially important as long as that guy's playing. But I do think ownership matters. I think we've seen it down here with the, the Miami Heat. I think Mickey Arison, even though I'd like him to spend a hell of a lot more, has a proven formula yeah. of success. I do think ownership matters. If the shoe is on the other foot and he did everything oh, this great. Game. Yeah, thank you. If he did everything great on the field, but then treated everybody like shit and, and the facilities were terrible, we'd still say the same thing, right? Oh, wait a minute. You think that before yesterday, everyone in the country knew that the Chiefs are run like shit? 
that the two-time champions are treated like shit. I hadn't heard that recently. Like I had not heard. I don't hear a whole. Oh, hey, you know who got an A plus? Andy Reid for covering all that shit up because they love that dude. He gets an A plus, but the Chiefs are shit. Like the Chiefs employees are like, hey, we feel pretty disposable here. Like they, in fact, can you guys? Find- They're not hugely wealthy, right? A lot of these. I'd be curious to see. I think a lot of these legacy ownership groups that have had the the teams down by their families, like their main source of revenue is the sporting team, and they often get hit with that. The Bulls and White Sox ownership group always notoriously accused of being cheap because uh, that's the main source of revenue for the family. Yeah, Clark Hunt isn't very wealthy. He's only worth $2 billion. If I may, guys, I saw this. He, he is kind of like a minnow. Is that asset no. or liquid? In that room. Question. Uh, you, you say this, but uh, I find this part interesting because we really got to sniff the underpants of the NFL yesterday. Like, this is how the employees feel about the people they work with, how they're in charge, how they're treated as humans by the organization. Like, there are a lot of reasons this story is interesting. But I also saw that Clark Hunt at the Chiefs facility – And I need your help with this because on the way in, I wasn't able to get this edited to make sure that I have it right. I saw a video of Clark Hunt's suite at Arrowhead Stadium, and it's six bedrooms. It's it's a home. It's not a suite. He's got the the man lives inside. uh, he, He has a home inside of the stadium that acts as his suite. And I was trying to verify if it was real or not. And we ran out of time before we started. I don't know how much space that stadium has. If that is indeed the case, I wish he would give some of that up because as someone that has done the hospitality lounge at Arrowhead, I can't believe that that's actually hosting World Cup games in 2026. It is such a dated facility. Your your legs are in your chest the way that it would be at the old Yankee Stadium. It was just built when people were smaller. Except for this luscious he's apartment. Got, he's got two stories? It's three, three stories. What? It's three stories. No, he's got a home. Fireplace? Inside. I it's, didn't even know that stadium was capable of that. Uh, but it's real. All of that is real. I mean, because this looks real. Uh, it, it, yes, and I continue to wonder... Uh, when I go ever, whenever I go anywhere in the internet, I'm like, this can't be real. How is this real? And if it's real, how does not everyone know about it? Why? How is it that I'm just now learning that the super? This is a, you would agree with me, right? Winning cures all, Dan. Okay, but wait a minute. You guys would agree with me. Pretty well covered sport. Yes. Kansas City, we all remember pandemic. Football is going to save the country. They boo unity in Kansas City. Remember that. Unity. Yeah. They booed you. I mean, you certainly remembered it. And then they win a couple of championships because Mahomes solves all and Kaepernick, all that stuff. Mahomes says, stop that. And then they stop it. And at the center of the spectacle of a sport that's covered very well, you guys are telling me that, like me, you're learning yesterday that the Chiefs are run like shit and that their owner's a baller who's got a home in the stadium? Like, uh, you guys well, knew that? Uh, well, no. And to be fair, I don't think we know that now. We All we have is this one data That's point. right. We also have a Nesson article from 2014 about yeah. the multiple living rooms inside this home that's been built inside the stadium. And by the way, I was wrong about the $2 billion. It says the Hunts, as a family, they're worth $15 billion. This article can't please you. You're ripping Stephen Ross for getting straight A's. No. You're ripping the Chiefs for getting bad grades. Okay, like, thank what you. does this all mean? Okay, Who's going to see? Thank you, Chris. Thank you. I appreciate this. We'll get to the gossip in a se- in a second. F minus coach. You guys got the F minus coach? Did you see the F minus coach? The Hunt family is actually super lucky. He's no longer a coach. The Hunt family is super lucky, not just because they have this quarterback head coach tandem, which you you can't strip away their their hand in that, but they're a border town. There's two different Kansas cities. 
when it comes to publicly financing their next stadium, they get to pit one state against another. They hit the jackpot. That is correct. And uh, in the middle of all of this gossip, uh, Josh McDaniels was the worst coach in the NFL last year. F-minus. Players really, really hated him. Man, they could turn this into a reality show. Just sit these guys down and talk honestly about your employers. Tell us why you're giving those grades. What do you mean the Tampa Bay Bucks are rooming together on the road? And paying for it. What do you mean? No, if you want a, a room a for yourself, if you if you want a room for yourself, you got to pay a couple thousand dollars. Otherwise, you got to room with somebody. What? It's a multi-billion dollar organization. What? Can't get an extra <laughs> what hotel room? What are you doing? We don't room with people when we go on the road. What are you doing? You're the NFL. Can you imagine if I said... You needed the Bucks to know that the Glazers were bad at owning? No, but I didn't know this. Did you know this? You're going to pretend you knew this. Oh, your American minds. It's cute sometimes. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it so that Stu Gatz and Tony have their room on the road together. Perfect. <laughs> He'd love that. He'd love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's the guy. Six inside. I, w- I would say if if you're particular, if you're from Miami, I would love Stephen Ross just for the shade at the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever go to a Sunday ball game at that stadium? So, dude, game changer. My skin would bubble. <laughs> like, I, th- I think it's the reason I currently have skin issues. It's because of going to all those games on Sunday afternoons. Uh, issues. I, can I? Can I just? Uh, so, thank you for correcting me, Chris. Because yes, you are. You are right. That I might sound a bit conflicted here, but here's where I am not. Because I've seen the history of sports in this town, and I've just heard so many years that the problems with the Dolphins begin because of the leadership at the top. Like I'm just saying, that, though, your perception of Stephen Ross, I hear way more of what me and Mike say I, about I, him. Understood. And so I'm telling you is that I'm coming from an antiquated time with what I heard the criticism of the Robbies, Heizengas, and everyone be. Whenever it is there was an absence of leadership in the organization, it always rose above of the coach's fault. It wasn't the front office's fault. You lose for 10 years, 20 years, Shula's legacy, it's because you've got a rotting organization. You're not Bob Kraft. You don't know how to run your place. Yes, Stephen Ross locally has a very popular reputation because of all the reasons you mentioned. But I am with David Sampson when David Sampson says... Well, the results haven't been anything, and it used to be that fans didn't care how we were treating the employees. As long as we got the results, Ross has gotten no results. They're going to pay two now. He's going to be one of the highest-paid players in the league. No one squeezed more out of a single title outside of maybe Paul Pierce than David Sampson. Okay. Okay. Regardless, what I'm telling you is so, right? I can call him one of the least popular owners in the history of South Florida sports because of the results and then have this report card thrown in my face and you would say, no, he's a good owner. Yeah, I think if you poll South Florida sports fans, they'll just say that because people tend to conflate on-field success with uh, how good their owner is. I think that's ingrained in, in fandom, especially in the social media age. It's just from where I'm looking, where I can disassociate myself from the emotion of on-field results as just a South Florida sports fan, I think he's done an amazing job from where things were. From dealing with that uh, front office and, and, and group to attending sporting events at that stadium, I, I don't think... What he's done with that stadium is revolutionary. There isn't a place like that on the planet. I think he's been incredible. Steven, and to do it with largely his own money, too. What else do you want? Also, Stephen Ross, uh, I should tell everybody in the audience, as graded by his employees, his rating here wasn't just best in the sport. It was near perfect. 
they're they they're they're asking their employees questions, and the rating is near perfect have, for their owner. You have Formula One, uh, world class tennis. This summer, you're going to have the Copa America final. You're going to have wow. six to seven World Cup games in 2026. The guy's killing it, killing it. And what, has it changed your perception in the last week? Do you think of Stephen Ross any differently seeing this? I uh, what I would say to you is that if you treat your employees well, if you if if in that league, which makes so much money and still finds a way to be Clark Hunt, where you're not distributing it among the people who are working with you so that the players are noticing how small their seats are when they're the big people and the staff is up front. Like they're noticing why is staff in first class? We're the economy. We're the two time Super Bowl champions. Why? Why don't we get more of this guaranteed? I see from that perspective how it is that anyone in that sport who climbs to the top of ownership and is viewed as seeing the players and treating employees most humanely, then yes, I would have to alter my opinion on yeah! how it is to look at him. This is a massive achievement. Bishop the Rook Nine. To change an over 50-year-old man's mind in this country. <laughs> you do not take that for granted. Anytime we you did get it, a Joe. man of that age to admit he was wrong about something, wow, you can move mountains, my friend. What you can move mountains. What if employees at Middle Lock Media get a similar survey? What do you think would happen? Let's all do. Let's do lunch right now. I'm going B plus. I'm going A plus. Yeah, you can you know a too healthy at times, but what? too healthy. You know what? Wait a minute. Let's do this. I would really like to actually do this because now we should have. We should make that a segment. The, the anonymity protects you. Very important anonymity. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? And outside, like well. Boss, with this survey that you've given me, I as you look me in the eyes, truthfully tell you that you're about you know you know incomplete grade for me oh, wow. personally. Mm. It's incomplete. I, I, I was early. on a vision. I give early. you a, and I'm still here. A plus. Well, okay. I'd I'd like to do this honestly. If I'm calling for the NFL to do the hey, can we sniff your underpants and find out how the employees really feel about the about the bosses? Uh, I think we got to figure out a way to do that. I think we got to figure out a way to do that. And the other thing I yeah, wanted to do. We'll have awful announcing reach out. We're ready. We have Independent. to. Independent. Uh, Chris Cody's not feeling confident about the montage he put together in service of Richard Lewis and our memory involved uh, with the show. He's worried about how long it is. And Well, how long is it? Right now, it's at 14 minutes. Roy's combing through it, but uh, I, I think it's, I mean, it's just so many funny moments with him. It was hard minutes. for me to cut stuff. 14 minutes. Yeah. Nice. Your show, pal. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to get to, and I don't know that there's something I miss more from anything that we've done in the last 20 years than the ability for our audience to creatively compete against each other to make fun of me. And they do it by text. And now, when I'm in a wrestling costume, they've given me an assortment of wrestling names, that what my wrestler would be named because yesterday I was in a Nacho Libre costume. So you guys tell me from among this list of names which you like the best for my character, my wrestling character. Cold Stone Cream Austin. <laughs> that's that's I mean, you leading off. off the gates. Yeah. Entree the Giant. <laughs> I mean, these are stand-up triples. Good two-hole hitter. Really right good. Brutus the Barber Cheesecake. Mm, slap single. Hulk Hoagie. <laughs> That's a cleanup hitter? The Ultimate Warrior. That's Truck good. out looking. Thick Flare. Single. Mm, yeah, single. Thick with two Cs. Yeah, no, I got it. Triple H Cups. Whoa, oh, no. Oh. Truck out swinging. Flan Sena. 
I didn't even get that. So yeah, hit with the pitch. Out. Instead of John Cena, flan, flan, yeah, no, I got the it. custard, the yeah. Cuban. Okay, got Way it. Way Mysterio, Filet Mysterio, Souffle Mysterio. Three, three, three down. Three up, three down. <laughs> Tetas Roja. <laughs> <laughs> it's just red tits. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, think I, like that that one. I don't think that's derivative in that, of an action wrestler. <laughs> El Aso Wipo. <laughs> Mr. 305 pounds. Yeah, no, these are all strikeouts. All of them? What Came out of the gate strong. What about yeah. red tits? That's great. No, it popped out. Anytime you say tits, that's good. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training. Just in time for summer and warmer days, spring's the best time of the year to take a new look at your fitness routine, dial it up a notch, and continue powering on. Challenge yourself. And Peloton's classes were made just for that, to challenge you. There's a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve what you already excel in. Plus, if you don't know which class to take to reach your fitness goals, guess what? You can join one of Peloton's many programs. Right now, I'm in a strength program with Andy and a core program with Emma. They're expert coaches like Andy and Emma, and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. With Peloton, you don't need to worry about driving to the gym, making it to class on time. You can do it all from the comfort of your own home whenever it fits your busy schedule. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Don Lebertard. Teammates can't shoot from three. Now they're gonna see a different Jimmy. Now he's just, just playing. Nickelback in the locker room and... Stugats. They'll play D and shoot threes as they chase the Nets for the sixth seed. These five words in his head scream, are we winning games yet? This is the Don Lebatar Show with the Stugats. Razor jamón, Spanish for ham. <laughs> Ham, ham is funny. Just the word, the word ham. Hamong is, is too, by the way. Hamong is too. Even funny. When you're doing that, you do miss Sugat's laughing, even <laughs> even though he has no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I do miss that, of course. He's going to have a book published. He's getting the money in an advance from the book dealer, Random House, not a Random House. It's a big publisher. He hasn't written it. And now money is coming in from our fans in in ways that put him up atop bestseller lists. And he's still going with a ghostwriter in the age of AI. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, he should probably just have a book with blank pages in it, right? 
It was a pitch that we received. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it warms my heart. There he is. Oh, God. It's, if you can, if you can, Chris. I feel safe now. Chris, I will Familial. tell you, Chris, Chris, here's the future for you in this business. If you learn how to manipulate those sounds so it feels like his spirit is here supporting me with fake laughter, <laughs> uh, you will get a better me and you will get less of him. And that's how you will usher us into, re <laughs> into retirement. Yes, it'll be lovely. Uh, I want to remind people that the Kansas City Chiefs, with the <laughs> worst organization we found out yesterday, even though they're two-time champions, also, and this is underreported, had a bank robber fan who called himself Chiefsaholic. And uh, he became famous. He became a famous fan. So your two-time defending champion, more famous than ever because of Taylor Swift, have a bank robber fan who is now, uh, he's going to get like 50 years in jail. He's got to return $532,000 and a photo, an autographed Mahomes photo, which seems excessive. It seems cruel. <laughs> and then his attorney his, I didn't think this was a real thing. You talk about AI, Mike. I thought this was a spoof. I thought I'm watching this on the courthouse steps with some trash in the background, and I'm thinking, no, this is funny or die. This is a comedy team. This isn't Chief Saholic, actual attorney. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing, and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chief Saholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled, and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. And that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chief's Kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Thank you and God bless. If I frame that differently and just told you that was The Daily Show, The Daily Show had hired a paid actor to do that. Uh, that's The Chiefs have a bank robber who's going to jail for a long time with the misery of, I used to be our most famous fan. And now it's that Taylor Swift. I used to, be, I used to get my entire identity as a Chiefs fan. And let me explain something to you. I'm a bank robber. I, ro I rob banks. I think it's to support a gambling habit. <laughs> I think it's, it is nice. It, is, it tickles me. His voice. For, how many of those do you have? If you've got a variety of them, you could tickle me for the rest of the show. You got to get better at it. That didn't seem like a real thing, did it? Did it seem, did it, you're, you're watching that and you think that's, that looks like a spoof. The hard R on Xavier threw me off. That was crazy. <laughs> Xavier, young Charlie Casterly over there, really <laughs> forcing that hard R. 
I find myself bemused by the fact that as much as we cover this sport and we cover the holy hell out of it, we have this going on at the top of that sport. And I can't engage you guys in a Tua conversation because what the Chiefs have figured out is uh, how to remain championship worthy when you have the best quarterback and you pay him correctly and you have him cheap at the beginning of the career. He develops a relationship with the coach. The coach gets an A-plus from the staff because he's making the entire thing run and Taylor Swift surrounds it and makes you the biggest thing in the biggest thing. It's pretty amazing to learn as a journalist yesterday the Chiefs are run like shit. It's become fact. We, we, we don't have the data points. We know that their building is super old. And some people don't like, but the I think of the Bengals that way. I think of the Bengals yeah, again. The same, the same thing. These franchises that have been handed down, where the main revenue stream is the actual team, you'll run into that. Did this, you see the the notes on what the Bengals have to go through as far as their like shower and the toilet? No, they only look, have five working no, toilets, by the way. Tony, the Bengals. I didn't read yesterday's Bengals stuff. The one, the only one I knew. I'm not plugged into football this way. Maybe Peter King knew this stuff. Maybe I probably Mina and, and a bunch of others. I did not know this stuff. The, the the only organization in pro football in my modern age covering that sport, as it's gotten very wealthy, known to be cheap, was the Bengals. They weren't trying to actually win. They were just trying to keep the business afloat, and they were cheap in a million different ways. And it didn't feel like you were being playing in the NFL or at a top-tier organization to be playing for the Bengals because they were doing it cheap while everybody was making money. I did not know that about the Kansas City Chiefs, our two-time champions. And I'm not sure if America knew it. I And I feel it's, <laughs> it's, it's not exactly journalism because it's just, you know, a bunch of players talking anonymously just asking about their work conditions. But I appreciated the honesty. All of this just proves what we already knew. Quarterbacks are the most important. It doesn't matter what your training staff's like, your training room, your facilities, how your owner treats you. If you have a good quarterback, you win. And if you don't, like the Dolphins, A's everywhere. What does it get us? Nothing. From the actual report cards, this is under Cincinnati's tab. Um, the players reported that half of the showers in their locker room don't function properly, lacking either warm water or sufficient water pressure. They also mention a persistent plumbing issue, leaving them with only five functioning toilets for the entire team. Last year, the Bengals didn't provide three meals a day for their players. This year, they do, but only on Wednesdays. I'm just looking at this whole report card graphic for the first time. Green Bay's number three. Yeah. Okay. Calling into question all of this. Tony, how are our grades coming along? Our grades are... Uh working on them. All right, let me find out what's happening here. Are we doing lunch? What are, what are the categories? Can I at least get some categories from you guys if you're grading your work environment? What are some of the, I mean, because they got training staff, they got cafeteria, they got, got vibes. Vibes? Vibes are important here. I'm, I'm working with the video team. I'm putting together our report card. It should be coming up soon. We're putting the final, you know, the final touches right, on you're it. Working on anonymity. It. We've got only a couple left. We should be Dan, don't pressure it very, okay. very quickly. Dan, it takes a little. By the way, bit be to careful. Build a graphic. Be careful <laughs> because you're obviously a part of the graphic, and we, yeah, we you don't want to. Sure. You don't want to. I don't want to change the grade the on you. That's putting it together. I don't want to change the grade. Just went down. All right. Can I ask a couple of questions uh, of before? I, I want to get to the grades, and we will, because I, I think it, there's some funny stuff here. But when you hear the reports that Caleb Williams was paid uh, $10 million for the last two years, NIL and endorsements, and they got him cheap, by the way, like that's, 
that's about the going rate for a starting quarterback, and it's not going to stay that cheap very long. For it's that. not just NIL. It's NIL plus other endorsements because yes. NIL's afforded this path. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I, uh, but so, but when I tell you, so $10 million over the last cu- couple of years, I just I ask this question sincerely. How does Reggie Bush feel about that? Oh, at that school? Yeah. He must be infuriated. I mean, they took his Heisman. the Heisman back at least. They took his Heisman. (laughs) The other question I wanted to ask you was about Tyreek Hill and um, paternity suits. And just it seems like in the last year of uh, Tyreek Hill's life, there's just a lot of volatility. It seems that that life is a a bit uh, explosive. There are a lot of things happening around Tyreek Hill that you're not reading about happening around all of the players in the league. Here's a tweet from Black Sports Online. In the last 12 months, Tyreek had three babies, got married, got divorced, stayed married. His house almost burned down. He almost had a 2,000-yard season, and he's presently being sued by Thick Milk for breaking her leg for tackling her in his backyard. I, for one, am shocked that Tyreek Hill has volatility going on. In I know. I, well, but no, okay. It cannot be shocking and still be a lot. It can still... It's seven children and four paternity suits. And, you know, they just we just got done with hard knocks showing us the inside look of this interesting team that's getting all A pluses. It's getting all A pluses everywhere, even though all it's done is lose for two decades because they got a couple of new guys. Well, I will say these scandals, if you could even call them that, I mean, it, it shows a marked improvement on the man's character. Yeah. I just my response to everything, Tyreek Hill, it doesn't work on a podcast. I'm just shaking my head. Let's all do it together. Okay. That's just it? A like lot of just, silence there, yeah. Oh, so... No, but, like, they'll understand. People on the podcast, let's all do it. Just for a second, just... All right. Back it happened you. with me naturally because of that idea. <laughs> well, no. I. You know what? I'm with... It was Tyree Kill, I'm telling you. I'm, you think no, it was me. I, it was Tyree. I'm, I'm with Chris Cody on this one. <laughs> Us sort of shaking our head in shame, but not saying anything. But you know what we're saying. Exactly. It's just that's all. That's enough. That's all that needs to be said. But it, it's a that's. <laughs> Dude, you liked it. Nothing more. Enough said. It's perfect. Stugatz here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe.